Hey guys, this is Angela Bless. I have a podcast called Real Talk with Angela Bless. You can tune in every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I also have a podcast called Jive Talk Sports Podcast. Tune into that every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to let my guests do the talk. I'm going to have my guests introduce themselves. This is a very interesting uh, interview today. So proud to have them here. Hey, I'm going to allow you guys to introduce yourself. And I'm going to let them do the most of the talking, guys. <laughs> So, go ahead. So, how you doing? I'm Super Dad, and this is Super Mom, and we're the Super Family. We're ja- we're joining together, eliminate poverty. We run a local charity in Tampa. We service over 300 families a month, and uh, we were the first diaper pantry in Tampa. We give diapers to families, clothing to families. Mm-hmm. I mean, we believe in strengthening families. Absolutely. So we do it through um, many of the programs that we host, um, including like diaper giveaways. We're planning on one, I think it's next month coming up here. Yeah, we're gonna try to do the biggest diaper giveaway in Tampa. Absolutely. So uh, make sure you follow us on our social media. You can find us at JTEP Charity um, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, And we're just really excited to share what we do with the community. Uh, We've been doing this for five years now. And in the last three years, uh, we really concentrated on uh, Super Dad and what that means to the community. So it was my idea to create the persona of Super Dad, but it was definitely inspired by my husband and everything that he does for our family. And well, let me tell you, at first I was like, listen, I'm six. You thought she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she died, so I got this man on a Superman outfit. <laughs> spandex, how you call? Like, I'm 6'4", 245. You gonna put me in some spandex? I ain't wearing that. I, I was straight out like, I'm not wearing that. She said, just wear it. You know how your wife, she know them sweet spots. Yeah. You know, so I put it on. And I see this little boy, I, I, I wear it to our super family store because we don't call it a thrift store because we don't believe that you're secondhand. We, we believe that you're a super family just like us. So we call it the super family store. And um, I came to the store and this little kid looked at me and his eyes got big. He was like, who are you? I was like, I'm super dad. And from that day forward, it was a wrap. I never had a problem wearing the suit and uh, it's just been amazing opportunity it's an honor for us to service the community to service you i mean we went from 50 people to 300 within a couple of months awesome. yeah. over 300. yeah amazing. and when i met you guys i'm like wait what is it because i know him since we've been loaded i went to school with him and so he came in there uh I mean, your transformation is awesome i thank god for like just transferring you and you know every, it's so, amazing if you know history, <laughs> you'll understand where i'm coming from but the organization, I love it because it's, it surrounds itself for fathers. And we don't have that many stuff that helps out the dads. The dads are always left out. You know, there are some good fathers out there, whether they're stepdads, yep. granddaddies, uncles, whatever. And figures. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Coaches. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So what made you want to just do it for the father? What, what drawed you to? Well, my biological father wasn't there for me. I don't know what it feels like for my biological father to walk me to school in the morning or drive me to school in the morning. I drive my kids to school in the morning. We have communication. Like, we build memories. Like, we do so much. We we plan on doing superhero stuff all across the world on the way to school. <laughs> you know, and, and, and my kids, man, they're problem solvers. You know, all they know is charity work. 
All they know is helping others. And, and we really believe in helping others. We really believe in strengthening families. But it's the fact that my dad wasn't there. And that's what motivates me as super dad to do what I do. Because I want to give my kids what, what, they didn't, what I didn't have. I'll never know what it feels for my dad to talk to me going to school. But they will. And then their kids will know. And we're going to change that narrative. And it, it's important that fathers are in our lives and in the children's lives. So you have a bitter, I want to call them baby mama, mother, baby mama, drama, whatever. Well, we say the mother of your child. You need to show her respect. You know, it's important that we show her respect. The mother of your child. We don't do the baby mama stuff. That's the mother of your child. If I, I really believe if you don't respect people, you're not going to treat them right. And not That's just true. that, but... but you know, rising to the occasion, people are really going to uh, uh, act in the way that we treat them. So if we act with irritation, if we act with, I don't really like them, I don't do them, da, 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 like you're going to continue that same well, well, energy me, through that relationship. You know, <laughs> you got to practice on mercy. That's and, and you got to do that for the betterment of the child. It's not about you and her. Like, if you're co-parenting, that's stuff over with. You know, your relationship with her is over. Yeah. You you got to do it for the betterment of the child. And you got to sow mercy. Like, sometimes you got to hold your tongue. I've been there personally. I co-parent myself. Like, I'm telling you. You got to watch what you say. Sometimes you just got to, hey, don't even take it personal. Exactly. And what, you talk, what do you say about those mothers that are keeping the children away from the father because they went on to on, on another relationship. I have seen that, that they yeah. really want to be a part of the child's life. You know, well, then, in the yeah. end, you, you hurt your kids. Like, yeah. you're, not hurting, you're not hurting the person, you're hurting your kids. Your yeah. kids the one they need the relationship. And guess yeah. what? It's nothing you can do. There's my mom, my mom never stopped me from having a relationship with my dad. Never did. But it's nothing she could have did to stop me from having a relationship with my dad. And, and listen, my dad, I'm grateful that my dad had me. But listen, in the relationship, try to honor each other. I mean, maybe they don't deserve no honor, but that's that part of mercy. You know, like, you know, I, I believe that God showed you mercy, show somebody else mercy. Yeah. And, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really frank here. I am 30 years old, and I am not confident that my biological parents can be in a room together. And that's why we do what we do. That's why we march. We uh, we started a march. Hold on, hold on, but you can't stand. She's thirty years old, mm -hmm. and her biological parents cannot still be in the room together. That is sad. It's sad because now it affects my grandkids. Now they've got you know different places they have to go. I mean, and they're they're used to it because it's been like that their whole lives. I'm used to it, but we shouldn't have to get used to it. You're yeah. looking at a thirty year old who really wish her parents had co-parented better. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and listen, we have a co-parenting epidemic. Like it's not like it's classes on co-parenting. I mean, you was just thrown into a co-parenting relationship. You know, you just co-parenting off the top of your head. Get some classes. Learn. We gotta learn. You know, every day as super dad, super mom, we're constantly learning day in and day out. I mean, we're experiencing stuff right now with our kids. we got to learn more. It's an opportunity to become a greater leader. You know, all the schools are looking for active parents. They, yep. That's what they want. PTA. They want the parents, the PTA. Yes. They, want, they want parents that show up. Mm -hmm. Like, you go to you go to conferences, student conferences. Yeah. You know, be active with your kids. You're sowing a seed that's going to reap a harvest. Yes. You know, it's, it's always so. And when me and Superman talks about the charity, we deal with delayed gratification. Like, what would make? What would make two families, I mean, what would make two, uh, of the super family, mm -hmm. what would make us march in all 50 states for fathers to step up with their kids? Like, we, like we're, we're good. Mm -hmm. But the selfish family is the family that say, hey, we good, we straight. Right. We don't right. care about nobody else. Right.
No, it's because we care about others. I hear that all the time. Yes. And we need community buy-in. Like, there's no way that, like, we had to believe that 24 million people will march worldwide with us for fathers to step up with their kids. You know, one advancement for fatherhood is advancement for all fathers. We're, we're, I'm not saying this to brag. We're close to 200 grand in our own charity. And you know why? Because there's that, not a... Make 200000 what? $200,000. That we spent ourselves. Ourselves. Yeah. Now, this ain't grant money. Like, it's not like Wawa and, and Walmart and, and, and people giving us money. No, we believe in our own cause. But we got to change that now. That was a good start. You know, but now we're changing that. We need your help. We need your support. Listen, if you can't donate financially, man, walk with us. Like, take a picture. Hashtag March for Dads. Like, like... You know, I don't care if you're a single mom. You're like, how does this help me? I told you, you're sowing a seed that's going to reap a harvest. You never know how that seed will come back to you and reap a harvest for you. Maybe one day I might be in Chicago and I might meet the father of your child and I might motivate him as super dad and you walk with us. <laughs> I mean, it can it can yes. happen like that. You ever seen people's lives change that you ain't never know that their life was changed? I mean, you're looking at people right now. We got testimonies. Yeah. Me, y'all knew stories. where I came from. Let's, let's, can we talk Lock about your that? cars, doors. No, it's not. Can we talk about your kids? You know what I'm saying? I mean, your <laughs> okay. family. Let's yeah. talk about yeah. fatherhood. Yeah. How important it is. How, how many kids you have, Angie? I have seven, guys. Seven. That's awesome. <laughs> seven. So I have five boys and two girls. So it's, it's crazy because as when I gave birth, I wasn't supposed to have children because the doctor said I couldn't have children. But I'm looking for them now. Wow. Tampa General Hospital, you guys owe me child support for seven <laughs> children. Uh, but, you know, I asked God to give me all boys because what I went through in life, I didn't want my girls to go through it. You know, I didn't know no better because I didn't know what healing and deliverance was. So he gave me, the girls are awesome. The boys are amazing, but they're no more different than females. <laughs> but it's more work with my son when it, when, when it comes to my boys because... Um, three of them did grow up without their father in the home. Um, what was that like, Angela? Me, I was, I was never mad about when their fathers would move on. I would be like, if they don't want to be in their life, I didn't force it. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? I did give them chances and chances to be a part of their life. If they didn't, then I did have to go down to child support. I was never one of the baby mamas that bust out the... <laughs> mother of the child that bust out windows and cut tires i was never like that i was always reasonable even though back then i was crazy i'm just a little crazy right now but i was always the reasonable one but it did hurt them down the long run i can see because one of my uh, son the 18 year old that's going um track he always say i wish my dad was here there's nothing i can do if he don't want to be part of your life yeah. So, did you have a father figure step in? Uncles, anybody like mentors. that? Mentors. Um, mentors. Matt, uh, Matt, Matthew. He owns a UFC league, football league. Thank you, he Matthew. Helps me. Thank you, Matthew. I have a female, uh, Miss Clark. I love her. She's so to me. Let me explain something to you. While I'm out mentoring other people's children, God always bless people to mentor my children. So, Miss Clark, I love you. She's amazing. Hold on, hold on. Say that again. You was you was mentoring other people's children. Yeah, I have a mentor program too. I mentor other people's children. And then children. It came back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when my kids act up, yeah, my kids do act up too. This is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> You're like, how does this apply to me? Because yes. it comes around. Yeah, it does. I was just speaking to um, what was it? Two weeks ago, speaking to a man. He came from a two-parent household. You know, fatherlessness has never been an issue for him. Mm -hmm. And then he got married. Okay, he got married, and his wife had some issues because she was raised by a single mom. Her dad was not in her life. And she was 
the second parent in her household. She had to help take care of her little brother. So now we're looking at, and just when I was talking to him, I started doing the numbers in my head because I'm a numbers person. I said, oh, wow. So now this one man missing has impacted the little brother, the mm -hmm. wife, her mother, and now the way she parents her two kids. That's five people, six, you count the husband and what he's going through right now. So one person walking out and not fulfilling his place affected six people. And that's just in that first generation. So this is why fatherlessness is so, it's just, it's such a monumental problem. It's a problem we have to pay attention to. 24 million children are in this world living at home without their dads. That's the problem. And two, and two sets of people are better than one, honestly. Because you guys have no idea what I go through. I have four of them, two in high, three in high school and one in middle school now. So they play all different sports. I got to go here and go there. But when you have that extra set of person, it, it helps out. That extra set of support. Other than the school system, I'm not talking about if you're a significant other or a father. It, is, it helps. It actually helps a lot. Yeah, and, yeah. and you have to be... That's the thing about parenthood. It's not about being perfect. It's about being flexible. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you know, I'm so blessed. Because mm -hmm. the truth is, in parenthood, you're going to crash. You know, you go, you're going to hit something that you don't know how to handle, and it's going to be bigger than you. And let's let's just get this out of the way. Like, nobody um, does everything by themselves. Let's just stop that, right? Because we're not going to say that. You know, like, you didn't raise your kids by yourself because you dropped them off to daycare. You dropped them off to a public school or maybe private school. I mean, you had help. Mm. That is true. That is true. I did have help. So we can never say that nobody that you did it all on your by yourself. No, you didn't. No, I got five possible. kids. I can't say that. I'm I'm so grateful for the teachers. Our five kids are at at, at his mom's house right now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for grandma. I mean, we need help. You got children. You need help. Yeah. We know. We know. We know you need a break. You need yes. to take a break. You need to plan a vacation. Matter of fact, this year we're gonna have some free vacations for you. I mean, we ain't just joking. Cause we know you need a break. And you're not less than because you take a break. Super dad need breaks too. Exactly. We got cold words when we need a break. You need to get you some cold words. You ever been at a 10 with your kids? Super dad has. That's when you need a break. You know the 10, you know when they ask you what's your pain level. You know the your pain for your kids not following instructions, not doing what they told. He about to explode. Let me go in my you know? truck and take a hours. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with taking breaks. You're not less than because you need to take a break. If you got a family support system, use that support system. You know, we went a whole year with COVID, like, yeah, like we, for, for, we didn't, because we had a newborn right before COVID. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. Yes. So we didn't leave. So we, we did anniversary with the kids. We still had a great time. But it sure would have been good if they wasn't there. <laughs> it would have been better, you know what I'm saying? But we, we made the best of it. That's what parents do. You know, you don't sit around and mope and pope and, like, complain. No, our kids are a blessing. But, man, this spring break, we had two days in a hotel by ourselves. We was, we was jumping on the bed. Just like, yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, woo, we just got a moment. And it felt so good. We didn't even do that much. We went down to the water in Fort Lauderdale, looked at the water, looked at the oh, yachts, crap. looked at the boats, dreamed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to do. You got to enjoy life. You got to make the best of it. Yeah, food truck. <laughs> All that. You know, got a smoothie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we just want to encourage you. And, and we want you to come out and march with us. Yes, that's, that's, that is definitely what it comes down to. We start every year on March 24th this year. It's virtual. 
because of COVID, we had to make some adjustments. And it's free. And you don't know y'all like free stuff. That's why we're doing it free. It's free, guys. Free. <laughs> Absolutely free. You know, we ask for ten dollars. We ask for five dollars, twenty dollars. It's free. It's we free. we just want you to step. We just want you to show father support. Absolutely. That's it. They need everybody need encouragement. The fathers need more support than ties and socks for Father's Day. I'm yes. sorry. Oh, Stop getting them. And no wallets. No more wallets. They don't want no Thank more wallets. No more socks and no more ties. No and no more t-shirts. Yes, yes. We got enough of socks and underwear. You know, come on, man. They don't do that at my house. But on the real, fathers, it, it's so much important. As I grew and, and, and at, you know, sitting under our apostle, uh, Mark Jones, it's so much important because that head, that head of the household, it means so much. It's more, it's way more than protect, provide, and what's the other mm -hmm. word they say? It's protect, um, provide, and something else. It's way more than that. You know what I'm saying? The father is like the the center of everything, that foundation that holds everything up. But God, you know, with God, you know. Right. And, and it's a partnership. It's teamwork. Yes. It's together. Everyone accomplishes more. Absolutely. And I'm so I'm so grateful for my my wife. You know, maybe it's your wife, your significant other. You know, but I'm grateful for her. Man, yes. I learn from her. I have to be teachable, adjustable, and adaptable. She out, man. She's so brilliant. She's so I'm smart too. I'm brilliant too. I'm brilliant because of him. But like she for real, like she got that four point five high what, from high school that she did. <laughs> you know, I mean, I ain't scared to say it. She's smarter than me. I ain't, I ain't no fool. I'm very good. You know? <laughs> But man, my wife, she does research. I do research too, but her research different than mine. So I got to be teachable and I got to learn. Like she always sending me something. Hey, check this out, Super Dad. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Maybe like 20 things, but you know, I might, I go through them. I go through them during my time and all that. I do. So she come back to me. She say, did you look at all that? I was like, yeah, but it'd be good information. But you got to celebrate the differences because those differences make you stronger. And that's what it's all about, coming together as a team. And, and that's what we're talking about. We're not trying to replace. We're not trying to replace the mom role. No, as a father, I just want to do my role. I just want to beat up for my kids. I want to beat up for my wife. I want to treat her white. I want to be a real gentleman. You know, I tell my kids, being a gentleman is not just getting the door. No, being a gentleman means that every woman is safe around a real gentleman. A real gentleman will never rape a woman. A real gentleman, when that woman say no, you don't go no further. That's a gentleman. We need to redefine that with our generation, with our, with the teens and the kids and stuff, and even adults. We need to know that. And we definitely need it more because um, one of the uh, I'm going to say I don't care who get mad. The uh, football team I was following, it was a couple of them that was on edge or were arguing with a woman. I'm like, what is going on with y'all? You have no either you have no structure in your life, or you see something that's going on in your home, and that's how you treat women. But I felt like we don't need to get to that point that our young men is disrespecting. Adults, yeah. women, mother figures, regardless of the fact that you feel like they're not respecting you, you're going to lose your blessing that way. Whether you believe in blessings or not, you understand what I'm saying? There's too many of our young men around here calling out people names. Yeah, we, like and we have to adjust that. And that's, yeah. you know, and it's, I call it character development. You yeah, know, it's not yeah. just, it's not just that you're talented. Talent can only keep you, take you so far. Y'all hear that? But, but character going to yeah. keep you there. Character yes. going to give you longevity. And character is doing what's right when nobody but God is looking. You know, I tell my kids. I'm He's not, talking about my topic for Thursday. That's my topic. <laughs> so I'm going to let him keep going. <laughs> you know, I tell my kids I'm not just talking about accountability. I'm not coming to the school every day to check on you to make sure you're doing right. That's like not it. character. My mom used to say that. I'm going to pop up on 
you. <laughs> no, we, we, so I tell my kids, I need you to go beyond a pop-up. I need you to recognize that God see everything that you do, and you want to have an intimate relationship with God like Daddy. See, Daddy going to get the relationship first. See, when Daddy get the relationship right, see, my wife ain't got to teach the kids how to pray. I'm going to teach them how to pray. That's my job. You know, you know, when I grew up, my mama taught us how to pray. You ain't go to daddy to learn how to pray. You know, daddy ain't know how to pray. Daddy wasn't even going to church. Yeah, exactly. You know, but now it's, it's our time. It's time to change the narrative. We're going to change the culture. It's, it's a difference. It's a, it's a, it's a new, a new uh, season for fathers stepping up for their kids. Like, it's cool to be a father. Like, like, man, it's so cool to be a father. And you sweet with it. I mean, you're just going to be awesome in your fatherhood. And everybody looks when you rock your fatherhood. People watch you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, exactly. About, it's about being nurturing, too. Like, I am really tired of the narrative that dads are there to jack you up no. and to get you in line, et cetera, et cetera. Man, especially, this is another thing. I'm, I'm just going to soapbox moment here. Moms, stop bringing the father of your children into the picture just when your child is in trouble. Yeah. Stop doing that. Exactly. Because you don't have a relationship or basis. All, all, all of he is is scary to you this know, child. Nobody and wants that relationship. That's, that's not a healthy relationship. You know? That's not a healthy relationship. Let's talk about building healthy foundations with our children, even when you aren't in the home, so that when those times, those troubling kind times come, the kids can actually respect you. Exactly. And you don't have to threaten them. You can talk to them like a normal human being. Guess what? They will respond to that. And threats only go so far. Yeah. Exactly. And you can't parent as a father with an iron fist. You know, it's time to be loving. Like, I hug my son. Like, sometimes, man, my son, he have a bad day. I'm like, hey, come here, Dylan. You need a hug. And you know what? I kiss him. I hug him. I'm not afraid to do that. I'm not insecure that I can't hug my son. Tell him I love him. I tell my brothers I love him. I tell everybody I love him. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, you're like something wrong with you because you tell people you love them. What's wrong with us? I used to feel like that when I was I was a tomboy. I'd be like, oh, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> don't but here's, touch me. here's the thing, though. Especially if you're a minority, you know this. The world is so unkind. So unkind. Yep. Parents are supposed to be the safe haven for their kids. That's that's the the long and the short of it. So we need to adjust the way that we parent. Like Superdad and I have been under development, yes. you know, especially really specifically for the last uh, couple of months, just because we realize the way that we have been taught to parent is just out of a lack of skill. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no other tools in your toolbox. Now mm -hmm. we get more tools in our toolbox. Exactly. You know, like listening skills. Like it don't just help me with the kids; it helps me with her. Because I got to make sure I'm patiently listening to her. Because sometimes she just want to vent, and she don't want you to answer all questions. Yeah. You need to know the difference. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm, I'm all, here's a truth moment. I, I don't know. I think the Holy Spirit pulling on me a little bit, but I think some of y'all are blaming the the romantic partners in your life that have fallen through. I think you're blaming your kids for not ever listening to to you. And you like, how come nobody in my life respect me? It's because of communication. Yep, I think yep. that's I think that's the thing that you're missing right now is proper communication. Communication with the father of your children. Yeah. Communication with the mother of your children. Communication with the parents. Communication with the kids. Communication with your romantic partner. That's all so vital. And those problems don't just go away because you want them to. You have to work through it. And that's going to help with your parenthood. That's going to help with you know raising kids. That's going to help 
make other people want to gravitate towards you to help you because they can understand that you're coming from a place of need, a place of wanting to communicate and work together. And that's key. That's and, key. and it got work clothes on it. Like it the does. Same, like, you know, I'm just telling you, it ain't, everything ain't just peachy keen. You know, some days it's going to knock you down. Yeah. But we won't quit. We're resilient. I mean, listen, we just went through COVID-19. Like, we still going through it. But, man, it, it's, it, we're resilient people. Like, like, I'm talking about people in America, around the world, resilient. Parents, resilient. Like, we can do this. Like, this year is going to be what we make it. Uh, and, so, and, no, so, what, so what days are your march? You guys are marching. So, tell them how to so march we, and what we're in the last three days. So, the, so the end of March, I want you to join us. If, you, if anything that we said today moved you, please join us. I want you to go take a walk. Try to do a mile because that'll be good for your circulation and your blood and everything. Like it really does help you health-wise. Anyway, um, go try to take a walk with your family. Spend some time. Spend some, spend some time. Make it into something fun, like a race, power walk, whatever you need to do to make it fun. And um, you know, power walk to the to the ice cream place. Power walk to your favorite. You know, what is it? Twisty treat? Is that yeah. what Dylan likes to go to yeah. twist treat? <laughs> go and make it fun. Make it an experience. Take a picture, take a video, post and say hashtag March for Dads. You know, you don't have to do a long post if you don't want to. You can. If you want to explain. If you want to do whatever, like do it. Right. If you want to explain your situation with fatherlessness or why this is important to you, please, by all means, share. Because the more we share, the more we can teach each other and we can learn from each other. And if you don't want to walk and you like good at taking selfies, take a selfie and say hashtag March for Dads. Right. I support March for Dads and you should too. And you can also go to our social media at JTEP Charity. Um, you can go to our website, www.jtepcharity.org, and share there. Okay, share our stuff. We've already got posts for you. They're just waiting to be shared. And please follow us. And where they, on Instagram. Yep, on Instagram, we are at JTEP Charity. On Facebook at JTEP Charity. Mm -hmm. So we, we simplified it for you. <laughs> I mean, we had to do that. You know, you have to learn. You know, as a charity, you know, you have to tell the public what you do so they can know what you do. You know, we give away diapers, like like it's diaper needs. Like people re-washing diapers and putting them on their kid. They're losing their job because they don't have enough of diapers. Mm -hmm. You know, we're making a difference. But listen, this is what I want to share with you before we leave. I need for you to pray and ask God what you are called to change in your local community. I don't know if it's for you to start a charity or not. You need to pray and hear from God. But I want you to make a difference in your I mean, I don't care if it's just you volunteering and helping another charity, helping somebody else do it. Whatever God tell you to do, I want you to take responsibility for what he told you to do with your family and make a difference. We're everyday, I'm an everyday father. She's an everyday mother. And we're no different than you. We service over, over 300 families a month because we heard from God. And we, we had a vision. We met at IHOP on, on Bush when we yeah. first started yeah. to do the charity. And I told her, I said, let's stop talking about it and let's do it. And we stepped out and we started with needs with our family. Like in our charity, we tell you, if everyone will volunteer for our charity, we tell you to help your family first. Because we believe that charity starts at home. Notice I didn't march in Chicago. I marched in Tampa first. I marched in West Temple. That's my stopping ground. Born and raised. I'm Maurice Vernon from West Temple. I played for the West Temple Spartans, the Yellow Jackets. I want to thank everybody who donated to Yellow Jackets. Yeah, the Temple. Yellow Jackets. Yeah, yeah. kept us off the street. Yes, it did. So we got to give back. Somebody gave to you the freedom that you experienced today. Somebody gave to you the gave for you to get to that freedom. Somebody believed in the future that you had. 
and we got to give back. I want you to encourage them before we close out. Anyone that may be going through any difficulty, financial situation, not having a father in their home, what can you um, advice can you give them? What well, kind of encouragement can you give? Well, number one, you need to pray. If mm -hmm. you got kids, you got—I don't care what you're going through—you need to pray. I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that God will never leave you, never forsake you. He'll be right there, and He hears your prayers. The prayers of the righteous avail of much. They're dynamic and they're working. I believe in prayer. Man, my life changed as a result of my mom praying for me with all her friends, and it manifested today because I was that bad kid. And look at me today. Like, you got I don't care if you got children problems today. Every time you see Super Dad, you can say, thank you, Lord, because he's not a respectable person. And I'm telling God changed my life at 19, and he'll change your life too. But if you're a dad, listen, if you're a parent, don't give up. If you if you just don't quit, a lot of times you got to do what other people not willing to do. Exactly, that's that stepping out on faith. And number one, you got to believe in the God that's on the inside of you. Yes. You got to believe in yourself. Like yes. if, if you came to me with an idea to invest in your company, but you don't believe in it, you think I'm gonna go with you? No, I'm not. Because you don't even yeah. believe in it. So it starts with awesome. you. So when I teach new dads, awesome. I, I I teach new dads from temporary children. And, and we do boot camps for new dads. So I teach new dads. Sometimes I got 30 dads in the, in the room and we're teaching them before COVID. Now we teach online. The first thing I ask those new expecting fathers, I say, do you believe right now that you're going to be a super dad right now? Because if you don't believe that you can be a super dad right now, what makes a super dad? The beginning of fatherhood is simply showing up. And when you show up, and when you show up, show up without pride. Yeah. Be teachable yes. and be adjustable and adaptable. That, that makes the greatest parents. Yeah. Pride comes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Yeah. You got to be teachable. And you got so many. Use your community resources. What, what would you say to them? I want you to encourage the women that maybe have animosity against their father or because their, their father issues or one of their children's father left them to be with someone else. What would you say to them? I mean, look, ladies. Let me first say you're not alone because it's happened before and yes. it's going to unfortunately happen in the future. I want you to know that it's all about community. It's all about the love that we give out. If we decide to internalize the pain from what we've had, the issues we've had with the men in our lives, and, and all we're going to do is poison our children. That's really all we're doing. Um, I, I really believe that it's time for you to get very close to God and pray and ask him, what should you do next concerning the men in your life? Because some of you are entertaining men that don't need to be part of your life. They are, they are negative influences to your kids. Some of you are keeping away dads that they may not be perfect. Trust me, yes. none of us are. But they are willing to be present. That is key. That is absolutely key. So ladies, understand that whether he comes with his child support, whether he does not, that those those do not, I know like it's really hard because it's hard for me too. Those two things, child support and time with your child are not mutual, they, they are not the same thing. They are two separate things, yeah. okay? So. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, oh, let, hold on. let me answer that. <laughs> Listen, and I'm gonna tell you what I hear a lot of dads say, because this is a great time to, to say this. Man, a lot of dads, they pay child support, but they see when you get your nails done and all that with the money that they're giving you, and all the stuff when it ain't going to their kids, like they be paying attention. Like they see you on social media and all the stuff you be doing. So so let's keep it, keep it, be honest, keep it real. 
You know, because that dad, he's going to support his child. He's going to do that. But but if, if the money he's sending ain't going to his child, I would have a problem too. I'm super dead. I would well, have a problem with that. Guys, that's where communication comes in. I mean, I'll be in these parenting groups and I see things where like, oh, people are, and I know y'all seeing them in the post, people are like, is he wrong or is she, she wrong? wrong? And they, yeah. you know, they be going at it. And I'm like, guys. Why does anybody have to be wrong in this situation? The only person losing is the child. Yeah, yeah, we gotta this up. is a communication issue. If he's supposed to pick up his child for the summer and you're expecting him to have clothes at his house for his child, say that. Communicate, right? If you're picking up your child for the summer and you feel like she should be sending clothes, say that. Communicate. Or if you don't like the clothes, go buy the clothes. Exactly. Like, you, you listen, I'm, I'm telling you firsthand. Like, if you don't like something, you just go change the problem. Exactly. If you must to do that, just handle it. And, and you have to ask yourself, <laughs> is it more beneficial for my child for me to step out and do the extra thing, do the extra, take the extra mile? Or is it more beneficial for me to step out and say something? Because sometimes you just the best thing to do is to stay put and go do what you need to do and not say anything to the other parent anyway. Because it's not about tit for tat. Again, the child ends up losing. I'm going to tell you guys, because of my own biological parents' issues, I am in debt from school. I had a college fund, and because of their issues, it was spent. Hurt feelings literally hurt generations. So now my kids are impacted by this inability to communicate. It really comes down to that, ladies. So I know we, get, we have a lot of pride, and you know what? I understand you want to protect your kids, and you don't want to see them hurt. But at the same time, you are not alone in raising them and you have to give that opportunity for that other parent to be there, whether they're perfect or not. Because you know what, at the end of the day, your kids are going to come to you and they're gonna ask you, what did you do to help make my father feel like he come into my life? And they're gonna do that because I have adult children that have sat down and asked me what happened, what went wrong, and I had yeah. to be honest with them. You know, honestly, seriously, even though it hurted them and maybe I wasn't that type of parent, but it kept somebody away. It was more of the opposite, you know. And I had to let them know straight up because I, I was protecting the father, you know. So, but and, and even if even if they're lying on you, the truth gonna come to the light. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you that. Yes. Like don't don't be moved by that. Just trust God through yes. it. But I'm telling you the truth. Gonna, your kids gonna know the truth. Always. It, look, they might not know it when they're young, but it's gonna come a day. Yes. And they're gonna be like, oh man, I learned the truth. Yes. And you know what? Here's another thing. <laughs> I just have to put it out there. Stop letting your friends and your family or yourself talk bad about the other parent. Yeah. Whether they are worth the hill of beans or not, stop doing that because your child is internalizing it. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. They are. That is half of who they are. And they can't help it. They didn't pick their parent. You did. Yeah. So please stop talking negatively or allow entertaining other people to talk negatively about that other parent in front of your child. Those are personal conversations, adult conversations. If they need to be had, period, they should not be happening in front of the kids. And just try to keep peace as much as you can. I mean, like some situations you can't, you know, some, some situations they can't be restored. But in a situation where it can be restored, do whatever you can to, to restore Absolutely. that situation, that relationship. Life is about relationships. You know, that's why I say when you get the first relationship right, it balances all other relationships. And that first relationship is a relationship with God. You got it. You got it. And, and encouragement, just leaving you with one last piece of encouragement, ladies. You can do this. Like, you were put on this earth to be, if you're already a mother, you're walking in your purpose. Mm -hmm. Right there. 
So really take that job very seriously. We're here to support you. You know, um, you know, follow us on social media. We have reached out to mothers before and continue to do so, so that we can mentor and lift each other up because it definitely takes a village. Even when you have a two-parent household, again, we would be foolish to say that we're doing it on our own. We're absolutely not. We are absolutely not experts at this. We're absolutely not perfect at this. But what makes us really great super parents is that we're, we're willing to lean on the wisdom of other people. So make sure that you're doing that. Make sure you have some wisdom in your life. And if you're like, you know what? Nobody around me seems to have any kind of wisdom. Come to us. We're here and for we you. Try to, we try to keep, not instead of us doing isolation, you know, because we're not, you know, in a relationship, it's so easy to isolate. Like, I'm just mad at you. I ain't going to talk to you. No, it's oneness. It and I hard. know when God connects you, the two become one. Mm -hmm. So we work on that oneness. Because it's yeah. like she has differences, I have differences. But when we learn to celebrate those differences, we become so much stronger. Mm -hmm. And like we always say, we're team Vernon. Like we tell our kids, we're team Vernon. Man, the team can handle anything. Together, everyone accomplishes more. Like when we come together, oh my goodness, you're going to be encouraged. Now, it don't matter what happened outside the house, but when you come home, that's the sanctuary, and it's off the chain in the house. Like, we're going to celebrate you, man, celebrate your kids. Don't go where you tolerate it. Go where you celebrate it. Oh, that was my post today. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm sorry, y'all. Thank you for having oh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we appreciate you. No, I, I appreciate I just want to thank you for what you do. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Know, you. And I appreciate your platform. I appreciate you hearing from God. I appreciate you doing what God put in your heart. And stepping and then, out like on yourself. Like, like, I've been watching mm -hmm. you. Like, like where you started from, where you are now. Oh, it's yeah. night and day. I had to, listen to me, y'all understand, I had to press all these nonsayers and people. A lot of y'all didn't know because I had to keep my business off of uh, social media. And bad as I wanted to go off on people and say stuff, I couldn't do that because I know God will reveal it at the end of the day. So, God yeah, was you know what I learned about naysayers too, though? They're always the people who won't follow their own dreams. That's that's the thing. They're the same people who won't follow their own dreams, and they're afraid of you actually catching yours. So I want you to know we got we got real fathers with real problems. Yes. But we got a real solution. Yes. And it, and listen, it's gonna take community buy-in. We can't. We're joining together, eliminating poverty. It's going to take all of us joining together. We we have the greatest opportunity every day, which we all have, is to strengthen families. And if you're not strengthening families, I don't know what you're doing. Because you're here to strengthen families. Definitely. So, guys, tune in to Real Talk with Angela Bless. We love you, and God bless. Bye.